Hello there, lovebirds and heartbreak survivors. Welcome to Relationship Realness, the podcast where we keep it real about all things relationships. I'm your host, Christina, and I am here to guide you through the ups and downs of love, from first dates to last goodbyes, whether you're looking for the secret to a long and happy relationship or just need some good old-fashioned venting about your ex, we've got you covered. So grab a glass of wine or whatever your beverage of choice may be, settle in, and get ready to join the conversation on all things relationship realness. Let's dive in, my loves. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Relationship Realness. My name is Christina, also known to many as the Relationship Boss. And look at me blessing you with two episodes in one week. This is going to hopefully be the new norm. This is what I'm working on. Um, And so we're going to see if it is sustainable. So bear with me. But I'm finding it really fun because I always have things to talk about. So why, why not? Um, In the previous episode, I mentioned that today's episode is going to be about um, do we really think that absence makes a heart grow fonder in a relationship? I used to think so many different ideas around this. Like, y'all, I spent (laughs) 24 freaking seven with my husband. Like, he's my best friend. I wake up next to him. I go to bed next to him. We work side by side. We share an office. We do everything together. He's, you know, my ride or die. Um, And since moving to Seattle, it's also been really difficult for us because all of our friendships are back in New York. And I think that that's been a really difficult transition because it doesn't kind of allow us the opportunity to just go and spend time with our friends. And you know, I struggled with making new friends here in Seattle. And I think that he has too. It's been like this really interesting phase for us because we're at that age where it's like really difficult to meet new friends. Everyone already has their like solid friend group and it's hard to kind of insert yourself into making friendships. And I actually had this conversation with a lot of women and people that are around my age. I'm 33 And it's really difficult to make new friends at this age, like unless you have kids and then you make friends with your kids' parents or, you know, you join a group or something. And I've, I like to label myself as kind of like an introverted extrovert where I'm able to put myself out there and be extroverted when it comes to content, when it comes to my work. But honestly, if you gave me a choice to like go out, get a few drinks or stay home, y'all already know, like I'm going to stay home. I love spending time with myself, but lately it's been just me and my husband, me and my husband all the damn time. And not to say that that's bad, but I was getting to a point where we needed some space. Okay. We needed some space and I didn't know how to create that. Like I create space, like I'll go to the gym and I'll go get my nails done, but that's only like a couple of hours here and there. And I was craving some girl time, I guess, or taking a trip somewhere and really spending time apart. Not to say that I don't love spending time with my husband, but I was just kind of like, y'all, we are on top of each other. And it was getting to the point where like everything he did bothered me. And I think that if you're in a long-term relationship, anyone can absolutely relate to that where it's like they breathe wrong and you're like, oh my God, why the hell are you breathing so loud? But this is not to say that like 
I, I, I love my husband, right? I think that there is a misconception where just because you're sick of spending time with them doesn't mean that you don't love them or that you don't want to spend time with them. You have to find that balance of independence. And I think that it's been a struggle for us because, you know, all of our friends are in New York and we work side by side together. So, you know, he's been starting to spend more time in the office, which gives me space kind of to be here alone and, you know, have that designated time apart. But this was the first time I went to travel um, last week. I went to San Diego the first. We went early. I was going to San Diego for a bachelorette party for my sister-in-law. And my mom and my sister decided that they wanted to go early and spend some time with just the three of us. And I was hesitant at first because I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to leave my dog. I don't want to leave my husband for four nights when I could just leave them for two. And then I had to take a step back and really think about it and be like, what am I doing? I need to go and I need to not be afraid to like do these things by myself, have fun, let my hair down and stop taking everything so damn seriously. So we did it and I had a great time and I was very happy that I did it. You know, I think that in many cases, absence can absolutely have a positive impact on relationships, right? When you spend time apart from your loved one, it allows for that individual growth. It allows for that personal reflection and a chance to like miss their presence. And it creates that uh, longing and a sense of anticipation to reconnect with your partner, which can then, of course, deepen the emotional bonds and strengthen the relationship between you and your partner. And I think that it had been a while since my husband and I had really done that. You know, he's traveled, of course, and but when I'm home here, it's a different feeling. You get that anxious feeling. You're kind of like scared to sleep in bed and you're like counting down the minutes until your partner comes home. And I think that he felt that this time around and I was able to be the one traveling and have fun and embrace the moment and do things that I don't usually do because I'm such a freaking homebody. And I think that it's so important to note that the impact of absence can absolutely though vary depending on the individuals involved and the circumstances of the relationship, right? So while some may find that absence strengthens their feelings, others, of course, may struggle with distance and feel disconnected. But I think it's so different, right? If you're in a long-term relationship, the absence can absolutely be very, very, very hard on a relationship. Or if you are in a relationship and you spend more time alone than you do with your partner, then it's hard to say that absence makes a heart go fonder. But if you are in a long-term committed relationship and you feel like you are just living on top of you and your partner, I do feel like there is so much importance in making sure that you two create some space to miss each other. Because it has been a while since like I'd missed my husband. And the first night that I was gone, I was like, yeah, I miss you. But like, it felt good to like be chilling and hanging out and being out of town. And then by the night, the time, like the second, third night came along, I was like, okay, like I miss him. I miss my bed. I miss everything. Um, and I think that it was really, really good for us. I really, really do. And I think that ultimately whether absence makes a heart grow fonder or not, totally depends on the unique dynamics and experiences of each relationship. And I will say, though, it is very healthy to have space from your partner and not do every single thing with them 
in an effort to strengthen your bond with your partner. I think that him and I needed this deeply um, because I was so excited to see him when I got home and it felt just so good to be in his arms. And I didn't feel like the ick when he would try and like touch me and like, you know, it was just really, really nice. And I want to give you some ways that absence can absolutely contribute to the heart growing fonder because I think that people kind of have a misconception on what this could look and feel like. So I just want to give you some ways that this could be a good thing, right? I think that number one, you have appreciation through the distance, right? When you are physically apart from someone, you may start to appreciate their presence, right? And the little things that they do and the positive aspects of your relationship, you appreciate them more deeply, Because the absence creates space for reflection and a greater awareness of the value that your partner brings into your life. And you're no longer taking things for granted. You know, I think for a minute I was just taking them for granted and you just kind of like get stuck in your routine and your day to day. And then you guys sit on the couch and you watch the show and then da da da. And, you know, I think that I found a new appreciation for my partner and the little things that he does do for me. It really put it in perspective because he is such an amazing partner in my life and I never want to take him for granted. And I think that giving us this space was a really, really beautiful opportunity for me to have a greater awareness of the value that he does bring into my life. And that was a really, really cool feeling to have. You know, secondly, there's that emotional longing, right? Being separated from someone that you love can create a sense of like longing and desire to be with them again. And this emotional longing can intensify your attachment and heighten the emotional connection that you feel towards them. You know, emotional connection is based a lot on conversation and um, creating that deep bond of vulnerability between one another. And when you miss someone, you kind of have the opportunity to be vulnerable with them and say that I miss you and you get to share the things that you've experienced with them that you didn't get to share with them face to face. You're off experiencing your own experiences. And by me being out of town and like having my experiences and doing the activities that I was doing and the conversations that I was having with the other women that I was with, you know, I came home and I had like a plethora of stories and things to tell him and he was excited to listen to it. And it really created that like emotional connection to talk to him and share these stories with him um, and create that sense of a desire to like an excitement to be with him again. And it felt intensified when I got home. And that was a really, really cool feeling. Like I'm excited to go to Trader Joe's this afternoon because I missed that aspect. And granted, y'all, like, I was gone for four days. Like, I'm being so dramatic, but also, like, four days longer than I've been apart from him before. So I'll take it, right? You can still learn lessons about this stuff, even if it feels like a short amount of time to do so, right? And I also think that the absence can be a catalyst for growth right? Spending time apart really allows for that individual growth and that self-reflection, like I had mentioned earlier. 
because it really gives you an opportunity to focus on your personal goals, to focus on your personal interests and your personal self-care. And then when you reunite, you bring a sense of personal growth and renewed energy to the relationship, which can really enhance the bond between you. And when your partner feels your energy, that positive radiating energy of that personal growth and like, you know, that renewed vibe that you're giving off, it's going to rub off on them. And then you guys are radiating, both of you are radiating this really beautiful energy and excitement around one another, which can be really, really cool and really enhances the bond between you. Um, and I think that this was really needed for him and I. He, I came home and my whole house was clean. You know, when I'm usually here with him, I have to beg him to just like wipe down the countertops or help me with something. And I was starting to feel resentment, but like me being gone, like he did it all. I came home to a beautiful, clean house. Um, he like helped me set up my whole podcast thing for me, which I've been like struggling with for the last couple of weeks. And I never had to bug him to help me with it. I came home feeling good because I also had time to reflect on my own personal growth and my own personal development and feel excited to dive back into work. And it just felt really, really good, honestly. And nextly, it builds that anticipation, right? Distance can create anticipation and excitement for like that reunion or that moment of togetherness. Like when I got off the plane, I was just so excited to like run into his arms and give him a kiss and be happy that I got to hold his hand and have that physical touch with him and just cuddle him at night. Things that I feel like I just like took for granted during our everyday life. And so it just felt really, really good. The small things felt like big things when I got back home. And that was really, really cool. Because the anticipation of seeing your loved one again can absolutely make the heart grow fonder and add that like spark of enthusiasm to the relationship that may be missing. And so I felt really, really good with that. That was really cool. And lastly, strengthening the commitment. You know, going through periods of absence and successfully maintaining a connection can absolutely strengthen the commitment and the loyalty between partners. Not that my husband and I have ever struggled with commitment stuff. You know, he's, I know that he's not going anywhere. You know, I've never had a sense of fear of abandonment from him at all. But for some couples, this can be really, really helpful to overcome the challenges of distance and deepen the trust and reinforce that bond that you share with one another um, because they came back and it's beautiful and it feels amazing. And so I think that a lot of people have mixed feelings on if absence actually makes a heart grow fonder. And I think that it can to a certain extent. Now, I'm not saying go take a month away from your partner and, you know, create this intense distance to grow the bond between the two of you. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying if you feel like it's been a while since you've done something for yourself as an individual and or maybe it's been a while since your partner has done something for themselves as an individual, I really want to encourage you to start doing more things alone. Go to a workout class alone. Go to a arts and crafts class alone. Go on a girl's trip. Maybe even go on a solo vacation for yourself, right? I think that a lot of the times we think that if we're not so far, gosh, for a lack of a better term, so far up our partner's ass, then they're going to forget about us or fall out of love with us or 
you know, maybe you have some deep-rooted fear of abandonment. So then you're very, very attached to your partner in almost an unhealthy way. And so I just want to encourage you to give yourself permission to take a step back a little bit and start to do things for you and you alone. Hang out with your girlfriends more often than you are doing now. If you're starting to feel annoyed from your partner, right? Start to go and do things for yourself because it does create a really beautiful bond between one of you, one another when you're able to go off, do things on your own, take a trip on your own, and then you come back and it just feels really, really good to see your partner. You know, it's also important to note here that while absence can, of course, contribute to fondness and strengthen certain aspects of a relationship, I'm not going to say that it's guaranteed. Of course not, Right. Because relationships require open communication, they require trust, and they require an effort from both individuals to thrive, regardless of whether they are physically together or apart, right? So like if I was struggling with trust issues and I was on this trip, like then of course, like I wouldn't feel really comfortable and be able to embrace my time apart with my partner um, the way that I was able to this time around. But him and I had really beautiful communication. It wasn't overboard where I felt annoyed that he was consistently texting my phone or always trying to get my attention because I was gone. He gave me my space, but he also checked in with me and would ask me how I am and, you know, send me hearts and tell me he loved me. And it was that beautiful, healthy dynamic of, open communication, letting me know, hey, here, thinking about you, can't wait for you to get home, but while also giving me my space, right? You can't expect to have absence, make your heart grow fonder if you lack trust or if you lack healthy communication or if you lack the effort from both of you to create a thriving, healthy relationship. That is absolutely a dynamic that you need to have in order to really, really embrace the whole taking time for yourself and building that deeper connection by doing so. So if you feel like you don't even trust your partner to go have an afternoon alone or to go on a trip without you, that is a whole nother conversation, right? Or if you feel like when you go on trips, you never hear from your partner and you're consistently worrying, what are they doing? What are they up to? Why aren't they answering me? And you're checking their location. That's obviously not a healthy dynamic. And you really want to look into why that's the case, right? Because in any healthy relationship, you should absolutely be able to go on a trip or go on a day out with your girls or go do something without having that worry of separating yourself from your partner, right? There should always be a sense of trust and reliability and commitment to be able to be an individual outside of your relationship. Absolutely. So if you're listening to this and you're like, gosh, the thought of taking a trip away from my partner is literally giving me anxiety. This would never bring us closer together. It would literally just trigger me. Then y'all need to reach out to me. (laughs) We need to have a session. We need to work together because, you know, there was a time where, yes, in my past relationship, in my past unhealthy relationship with my abusive ex, I would have had a whole anxiety attack and not have felt comfortable traveling without my partner because I didn't trust him because he wasn't good at communicating with me. He wasn't 
ever willing to put in the effort to help me feel safe for us to be able to spend that time apart and for me to know I could come back and things would just be even better and more beautiful than they were before I left, right? It takes having the right partner and the right healthy relationship dynamic in order to embrace the idea that absence can contribute to your heart growing fonder and enjoying that space and enjoying that time apart and not fearing the distance and not fearing the you know lack of being in each other's presence so that absolutely contributes to it okay um so I just want to throw that out there. So if you find that you struggle with being an individual in your relationship, if you find that you have a really hard time going on trips without your partner, it's going to be really important for you to ask yourself why. Why do I have this codependent relationship where I'm afraid to leave? Why am I struggling to do things for myself as an individual and consistently having anxiety or worrying that my partner is going to abandon me or leave me or that if I take a trip, they're not going to be there when I get home? So if you do have a healthy, beautiful relationship, but you feel like you are sick and tired of your partner, this is your sign to just do something for you more frequently. This is your sign to start maybe thinking about planning a girl's trip and taking that time away from your partner so you can learn to appreciate them if you're starting to resent them or feel sick of them and like everything they're doing is bothering you. And this is also a sign that if I'm saying this and you're feeling triggered by the words that I'm saying, the thought of spending time away from your partner, that's a sign too, because you should not be that codependent on your partner where you can't take a trip and not feel safe emotionally to do so. Okay. So I felt like this was just a little bit of a fun episode. Um, and it just feels really, really good to be back in my podcast and I'm excited for next week's episodes as well. And I really hope you guys enjoyed this. And if you're realizing that you need someone to talk to and maybe there's the idea of absence making the heart grow fonder is a struggle for you, reach out to me. I am taking two new private clients right now. So now is a really, really good time to seek help. Um, I'm looking for those dream clients. I am manifesting and calling them in the ones who are like, I love her. I want to work with her. I know her work. I've read her client testimonials and I know that it is time for me to do something different in order to create the beautiful life and relationships that I know that I deserve and that I am craving. So if you feel like you are ready to let go of the excuses, if you feel like you are ready to invest in yourself and in your relationship, please reach out to me. You can message me on Instagram at the relationship boss and just shoot me a DM and ask me any questions you have about my three month or six month coaching packages. Or if you go to my website or the link in my Instagram bio, you can go ahead and apply to work with me. And if your application is approved, we can go ahead and hop on a free discovery call and see if it's a good fit. Okay. So I cannot wait to hear from you guys and I cannot wait for next week's episodes. If you find that this episode would be helpful for anybody that you know, any of your friends or family members, please go ahead and share it with them. And if you enjoyed this episode and are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, it would make my heart so happy if you could subscribe and or review this 
episode or the podcast as a whole because it really just helps me help more of you guys. And I love you all so much. And if you are listening to this in the morning, afternoon, or night, my loves, I hope you have an amazing morning, afternoon, or night.